Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, episode 261. I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me! It's Matt! Yes! I'm pumped for the show. I'm always pumped for the show because I love Third Shift. I love doing podcasts, damn it. It's freaking great. And I love doing them with my buddy Eric, the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringing the Beastmaster Third Shift. He's right here with me as he always is. And I'm going to ask him, as I always do, Eric, how was your week this week? I don't know. I don't know how my week was. <laughs> what did I do? I don't remember. I had a blackout. Uh, some stuff happened. And then I remember we talked about like Gamescom last week. And it's a whole nother week. But Gamescom is still the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm like, well, what was last week then? What did I do? What happened? Was there a weekend? Was there a weekend? There did was we a weekend. Something? Did yes, we, we play games we, this weekend? We did stuff, yes. We played games on Friday? Yeah. This is see you what you what you've I don't done. Know where I am. <laughs> this is what you've done is we recorded the Watch Playing Third Shift, which will be going up fairly shortly yes. at Patreon.com/slash/thirdshiftme, and we talked about we talked about the games we played, and so you've gone wipe out of the memory. Wipe don't out. have to remember that anymore. Ah, uh, what so have I done since then? Yeah, from like Monday, and yeah. I haven't done anything since Monday. <laughs> I'm like, I did some things. I played some games. I know I did. Did I even have fun on the weekend? I think I did. I think it was a good weekend. I think it was like a nice chill weekend. For what you said on the What You Play at Third Shift, available for the three dollars tier, patreoncom me. You did have a good weekend. And you did play fun games. See, listen, everybody, go throw three bucks out our way, and you might know if I had a good week because Matt is one hundred percent correct. I, I just, I deleted it. All the information from Monday. It's gone. Sunday's gone. Saturday's gone. Friday's gone. I can tell you right now. I have no idea what me and Matt played last Friday. I don't. I don't even have a memory anymore. It's gone. <laughs> it's the first thing in the show notes. It, it's it's not. It's not that piece. Oh, but we that's did right. That. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, there we go. That'll help me. Ooh, cycling up, cycling up. Boom. Like a diesel engine. You just gotta yeah, get right. rolling. You know. So real life, you know what? Hey, we're getting siding done on the house. Who the heck knows? It's a whole thing. I'm still arguing with Hansons. I had the branch regional manager out yesterday personally at my house. We're doing all sorts of fun stuff, Matt. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> now, I've only, I've only had a siding experience once, and it obviously wasn't my me doing it. But we had siding put on at the house you know, when we first moved into it, and it was like, Easy breezy process. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was off school at the time, so I just I remember it being awesome because I just sat in the living room playing Street Fighter Three on Dreamcast the whole time, and nothing went wrong, and everything was perfect. And the house still looks great today. Mm-hmm. So, man, what's your problem? What kind of rundown ramshackleine two are you living in? Because no, they they said it'd take a week to two weeks, Matt. Mm-hmm. You tell Eric Batten a word, you better abide by that word, and if you don't, you got hell to pay. You got to pay the price. You got to pay the piper. So they went weeks, not just a week, not just a couple days, but weeks. And they're still on it, getting it done. Now, you got to pay me now. You have to pay me for my time, unfortunately. So, you know, that's what we're doing. They got to pay for the time. They got to pay for the lies. Because when a man spends $24,000, a man asks for what was told. You know what I'm saying? You said the words. This is what I will give you. 
And I said, okay, here is this money. You got you to gotta deliver. And if you don't, you can come up with all the excuses you want. It don't matter. You got to pay the piper. It's just, it just is baffling to me because, like I said, obviously the house that I know that was cited is probably it's smaller than your house, mm-hmm. but it was done like lickety split, fast. And that's that's what it should be, exactly, Matt. That's exactly what it should be. That's why the individual that sold us the whole thing said a week to two weeks because that's what it should have taken. But then you get these these yahoos. They come out. Oh well, you know, well, you look at how tricky this particular site is here. That, that might have taken them a little extra time. And also, did you know it was like really hot for two days? Man, all oh, that's dangerous. Uh, also, did you? And then you have to start arguing. And then you got to start having. You know, it gets it goes on and on and on. It's like, geez, I'll beats. That's so why you start early. You start on the west side of the house. Uh huh. When it gets to be noon, you go around to the front. And you go the bit, other and side. You go down, yeah. Down, 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 yeah. The yeah. yeah. Because basic, basic common sense. Yeah. But they treat you <laughs> like you don't know any of this. So then you have to. Then you get you mad. And then you start going. Blah, blah, blah. I told you this. You should know, Dave. They've done this. And, oh, sir. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, goodness gracious, folks. You got to pay me. That's all there is to it. And I said, guess what? You want more work done? Look at that roof. I was going to get a metal roof. You want that metal roof? That's thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 in your pocket. Hey, I got four more windows that need to be done. Did you want those on YouTube? Well, I can go elsewhere. Why don't, you just, why don't you just build a new house? Why don't you just build a new house if everything in your house has to be redone? Why don't you just break, bulldoze it, go back, to, go back to Brian's house, and then live there for a month while your new house gets built? If you do everything in the house... What was the point of buying the house? What was the point? It's slowly over the years we're going to do it. Obviously, I'm not going to roof next year. I'm you say like that now. Years. As soon as the siding's done, you're going to be like on this podcast going, ooh, roof's coming Yo, off. You should, you should have said it, as head. soon as it's paid for. you got to pay for a project before you start another project. Well, you're going to reach we, into the, You're going to open up the Scrooge McDuck vault. You're going to go... <laughs> It'll spill out all your bullying that you and the and the lady saved over all these times and all these years. You say I'm rich. Look at you. Look at you. I, I've spent to your house. I know the rooms that are blocked off. That's the Scrooge McDuck room. <laughs> the rooms we always have closed. You can't go in. You don't even. Well, know that's Amanda's craft room. You that's don't want to yeah, see anything you in don't there. Need to go in there. There's nothing for you there. Just stay out of that room. <laughs> that's where the kids go. Don't go in there. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, enough of that. We've gone on much too long about it. So quickly, with the games, as Matt said, yes, we played some Ghost of Tsushima. We played Legends Edition over the weekend. Fantastic time. Matt kicked me off eventually, played by himself for many more hours. But what we did play, man, that was fun. Brought me back. Had a great time. We did good. We won our match. Well, Hell, we got all the way to the end on two of them, and then actually to the very end on the one. So I'd say pretty decent Good time. Got some gear. Got one or two upgrades. That was the only th- downside, I think, is the upgrades, they're not, like, boom, in your face every time. I feel like I've got that unlucky draw a lot where I'm getting, like, just side segue stuff or just stuff I don't even want. But That's why you got to be sneaky and spend your resources to level That's right. them up. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Exactly. So we did that. Also played Persona Strikers. Had a good time with that game. I think I played about two days this week. And I'm like, yes, this is it. This is the time. This is where I'm back in here. But of course, with Ghost of Tsushima's DLC content, that's been distracting me, as it did last time. We're going to get there. 
Not going to be this weekend though, because of course I'm gone all weekend. So it makes me sad because I, I'm in that mood. I'm in that, I'm in that fray. I want to play. I want to do it. And I really wish I could take advantage of it, but alas. And then of course, last two real quick, it's destiny two and world of Warcraft. You guys know, stick on those still there, still playing, still having a good time. What about you, man? I've been playing so many games. See, this is again, one of those points where I am just as confused as you, because I think we talked about ghost of Tsushima last week. Except no, we really didn't, because you and I played, and then I played a ton over the weekend. I got into some nightmare survival modes, which are nuts, and then I did get upgrades, because your gear level for that is 110, but it's also very scary. And the second nightmare survival I went into, the people I was with didn't have any idea what was going on, and one died, and then all three of them just left, and I went, okay, bye, it's done. But that Legends mode is awesome. It's fun, it's great, I played way too much of it over the weekend, but I also played 12 minutes. See, again, I would talk to you about this forever on the Whatcha Playing Third Shift. I beat it with the help of a guide. If you want to know more about that, the Whatcha Playing Third Shift will give you more info. also played a little bit of Curse of the Dead Gods. Didn't get into it because Hades is just more action-packed and more fun. But a good game, but it just didn't hook me. Played some Microsoft Flight Simulator, doing all that stuff, flying around the world, looking at all the amazing things. Started up Death's Door over the weekend. That game is awesome. It deserves all the praise it's been getting. I just love the feeling of it. Exploring these cool new worlds and exploring the places and getting new abilities and using these abilities to combo with those abilities to see what puzzles you can open. The Zelda comparison is 100% correct because you feel that, like, it's fun. It's fun to try new things and to take this mechanic and then use it this way and that way and this way. What else have I been playing? I don't even know. Something else, but I can't think of it. Something else I did outside of the video game world. Went and saw two movies since the last episode. Went and saw Free Guy, which was a ton of fun. It was everything that I expected. I want to see Ryan Reynolds being funny, and I want video game references, and I got both of those. And I got to say, I was thinking about this while I was watching the movie. You know, product placement in movies is a thing. It's been a thing since before I was born. It's been a thing forever. And I feel like there was a famous story about one or two movies where the product placement like paid for the movie or at least like all the movie press and publicity and all that stuff, that had to have happened here. Because every single time, there's YouTube in there, there's Twitch in there, there's Alienware, there's Razer, there's HyperCloud X, all the gaming things and all the gaming brands and all the things gamers love, it was all in this movie. That movie had to be free. It had to just be completely free. Just Ryan Reynolds said, hey guys, want to make a free movie? I got, I got it right here. And got on the phone and went, hey gamers, what do you love? We love all these things. Mm-hmm. And they put it right in there. So it was kind of weird to see it like everywhere, but at the same time, it was really cool because you and I, geek culture, nerd culture, geek brands, it's still a niche thing. So to see it like on the big screen and be like, I know that, I know that, I recognize that. I know exactly the headset that she's wearing. That's cool. Indeed. I wanted to see that one, Matt. So I'm glad that you said it's actually fun because I kept looking at it and I was like kind of on the fence, you know, I'm like... This sounds like it's just fun and cool stuff, but mm-hmm. it could also be super annoying. You know how it's annoying when they're making game references or doing game things, but it's completely fake. And Right. I feel like there's one sequence in there that's a little bit like that, but most of the rest of the movie is just it's just a fun movie. Awesome. And there are three awesome music cues that I was like, that's awesome. It's right around the end. So if you know, you know. If you don't know, then have a fun adventure time and have a great time. And the other movie I went and saw last night... Went and saw Reminiscence again in the movie theater. Oh, love that movie. It's great. I love it. Beautiful. Speaking of beautiful things, I know Eric 
has a beautiful release on his mind. It's fresh on the tip of his tongue. He's itching. He's like scratching. He's twitching. He can't wait to get it out. Let it out, Eric. Let it out. Just let it out. Oh, God. All right. Well, now I wanted to be so much higher on this. I wanted to be, folks. I really did. I tried. It's a, it's a scenario that's just like the other couple games now that I've tried to do. Psychonauts 2 has just been released. You can go ahead and get it on your Xbox platforms, uh, part of the Xbox Game Pass stuff, but you can also get it on PS4, uh, PC, all the good stuff. Up to you, out right now. Double Fine made it, so you know that it's going to be really cool and quirky and strange and fun, because that's what they do. I've never played Psychonauts 1, all right? Totally just slipped over. It's a third-person platformer. But like I said, it being that it's really strange and quirky, I don't know, I just it never got me. But for some reason, watching the gameplay and the previews and stuff for this one, I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for a, a platforming game with some weird, cool mechanics. It Takes Two came into my brain, you know, where it's switching from 2D, 3D to different types of puzzles and different types of activities. That's exactly what Psychonauts 2 does. Your Raz main character, he's going to be a psychonaut. Well, he thinks he is, but he's not really. You know, some funny stuff happens. He's already gone on a big adventure. Now you got to find out who the real culprit is. Away you go into people's minds. You're doing that inception crap where you're like getting in their heads and, and in their dreams and changing how they think and what they say and how they act and do. So that way they don't commit the crimes and they do what they're supposed to. But while you're in their heads, you're seeing their true selves, kind of like Persona style. You're not doing that Inception thing. You're doing that Persona thing. Yeah. You're doing but, that you Persona know, 5 but thing. It's, but you get the people to think, is this really real? Is this really happening? And so they're doing Is it just not them doing it? Are you doing it? Are they doing it? Who's doing it? You know, who's controlling the person? Because there's other people manipulating people too, hence why they're trying to find the real culprit here. So it's a lot of just weird detective, spy, espionage, weird, fun, snazzy stuff going on. It's pretty neat. I don't know why the other one didn't get me, and this one really got me hooked. So, anywho's, I downloaded it on the laptop, Matt. Because, like I said, the laptop's more powerful than this PC with the card. Won't play it. Straight up just won't play it. Turn it on. <laughs> it boots up. You know, you hear the, 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 the fans get going. The game comes on. And... Shuts down. I went, okay, is this PC really not capable of this? So I loaded in Godfall, and I loaded in some other games, you know, of the PS5 caliber. Mm-hmm. I can play them just fine. But for some reason, Psychonauts 2 just acts like, no, can't do it. I went and checked minimum specs, Matt. My, that laptop's beyond minimum specs, no problem. So I'm not sure. I don't know if it's just a faulty install or something. I know what it is. I know what it what is. What is it? Don't, what is it? I mean, it's fine that you're doing it, but I don't appreciate it. You know, you have to lie and say, all oh, my hardware can't run any games, can't do anything. You're just playing World of Warcraft with your brother all the time. You don't want to play a new game. You're playing Destiny 2. You don't want to play a new game. You go, I'm going to download it. <laughs> no, I'll just play Destiny 2. I know that's what happens. <laughs> Look not. at your face. Look at your face. That's what happens. <laughs> I will bring my daughters down here right now. They were sitting right next to me today when I tried to boot it up and play again. And then I even I even set the air, the laptop in the air so I could listen closely <laughs> to the fans and look and watch and kind of get a feel for what was going on, you know. No go. No, no, no dice. Just wouldn't do it. So apparently something's up with these specs. Something's going on. Something's funky. I don't know why a PS4 game is going to have trouble running whilst I can play Godfall on that laptop, no issue. Uh-huh. Makes no sense. I don't understand it. It's very upsetting because 
not what Matt's saying. I actually did want to play. And I did have that in mind, however. I ain't going to lie. I went and checked. You can beat the game in like 10 to 15 hours, depending on what you, you know, side stuff and collectibles, etc. You know, because, mind you, there's a bunch of collectibles in this game. You can skip or you can do it if you want 100%. I would, of course, skip them and just play the game because that's all I'm really interested in. So 10, 11 hours. I was like, well, that's not bad. Three, four sessions, games beat, games gone. I did a great job, played something new and different that I don't usually play. What a world. Doesn't want me to do it, Matt. But I can tell you, if you out there want to play a freaking third-person platformer that's super quirky, super fun, super strange, has tons of awesome voice talent in it, uh, think back to all the, like the 90s, early 2000s cartoons, all those folks are in there. All those folks are doing the voice acting for this. It seems cool. Seemed great. I was hoping to play it. And maybe I'll try it one more time to figure out why the hell this thing ain't working and get me a shot at some Psychonauts 2 as well. Now, you set me up for the perfect segue, but I have to say I was excited to at least try it out because mm-hmm. I never played Psychonauts 1 because just the visuals just put me off so much. And I was just like, I, I, I've heard it's good, but I'm not going to spend money to play it. And then this one came out and I went, okay, let me watch a review. And I watched the review, and the visuals look better because they're higher fidelity, but they're just—they're still crazy. I just don't like the way it looks. It looks too weird for me. I don't—I don't know why. Because it's not like offensive. It's not gross, but it's just something about the way the characters look. It doesn't appeal. Weird to me. heads and yeah. yeah, it is very offsetting. It's strange. I, I feel you because I'm in the same boat. Even now, when I was looking, I'm like, God, I hate the way you people look. It just. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'll still play it. Everything looks weird, like a weird, like creepy diorama show, kind of. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Tim Burton or something. You know? Like super Tim Burton. Like Nightmare of Christmas, you know. Or that yeah, movie. yeah, like that. Yeah. But the exquisite segue that you did provide me was you said, think of 90s and early 2000s cartoons. Think about that with my release, which is The Big Con, which is a game I had heard nothing about. And I went on Metacritic and I went, recent video game releases. It said it on every platform for some reason, which is a blatant lie, because The Big Con released on the 31st of August, developed by Mighty Yale, published by Skybound Games for Xbox and PC only. Nowhere else, Metacritic, you dirty liar. And I went, what's this game? Let me, let me boot up the YouTube. And I put in The Big Con. And it said, The Big Con, music video trailer. And I went, absolutely let me watch it and i was treated to a beautiful 90s style cartoon music video about this game the storyline and the characters it looked like you were watching i would say something like daria or like mission hill where they're very colorful with the big black outline and i went i went that's an awesome trailer and i recommend everybody go watch it and then i watched some gameplay and it's like that cartoon came to life in this game it's like you're playing and watching a 90s cartoon. And I feel like Groucho Marx here, say the secret word and the duck comes down. You got to see this game in action. You got to watch it and see it and see the way the characters move and see the characters on screen. And when you have a conversation with these characters, it like pops out and there's like that, that funky squiggle background behind them as you're having the conversation instead of just the scene, what it normally is. Totally from those 90s cartoons. Basically in this game, you play a 90s girl in 90s, small town, mid-America, your mother runs a video store, but she's taken out a bunch of loans to keep the store running and send you off to college from these heinous loan sharks. You have a month to raise, I think it's $90,000. How are you going to do it? Who knows? You go outside, you bump into a guy who's running a scam, and you go, hmm, 
maybe he can teach me something. And he goes, hmm, maybe I can teach you something. So you go on this cross-country journey, grifting people, scamming people, pickpocketing people, and or actually helping people out and getting rewards from them that way to try and raise that money to save you the video store so you can live there with your mom forever. I didn't go too heavy into this watching a lot of it because this is a game I'm totally interested in just from the style alone. I've heard the script is really funny. The graphics are insanely beautiful. I've heard the music is really fun. There's not a lot of voice acting here, but the way you can see those characters interact and reading the little bits of script that I did see, it feels like that 90s fun kind of teenagery coming of age tale. As you're doing this crazy stuff, solving some puzzles, watching the gameplay, you can kind of roam around the town and eavesdrop on people and see, hmm, maybe they know something about this guy, or they want something from this other character, so if I go and run a scheme to get that thing from him, I can give it to them and they'll give me money, and then maybe you can pickpocket people along the way and get that money. I was watching one person's review of it, and they said, oh, available on Games Pass. And I ran. I literally, I threw my hands in the air, and I ran to my console. It's not available on Games Pass, damn it. But it is only $14.99 for a fun, relatively short experience. I've heard four to six hours. But you know me. I love indie games that are short. They're fun. They're easily consumable. If you got something stylish like this, you got to at least check it out. Check it out on a sale. Check it out now. But definitely... Definitely. I'll say it again. You gotta see this game in action. At least watch that music video trailer. Because it's cool and it's fun. There's a little song and you meet the characters. It's great. So check out The Big Con. I'm not trying to con you by selling you on The Big Con. This is, this is a real one. Seems fishy to me, man. Just seems pretty damn fishy to me, you know? But what's really fishy, what's really fishy, <laughs> is just go for gold keys. And- <laughs> I was gonna do it for you. <laughs> What's really fishy, it shift goes for Golden Keys of Borderlands Game of the Year Edition and 3. I didn't know the 3 was there. I went on the Twitter and it went, hey, I ready to pitch for giving away shift codes for Borderlands 3. So hit up the Twitter, the Forms, the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot in two fantastic games. Blammo. And of course, while you're doing that, make sure to hop back in to that old Borderlands 3 because the mini events are still going on. Loot the Universe on Necrotefeo has arrived. We're ready to rock and roll. We got to keep doing what it wants us to do to get them cards filled, to get them wonderful skins that Matt is completely freaking abandoned and he's not going to get. And he'll regret it someday when a little piece of DLC or fun thing comes out and I get to rock those skins and you don't. And you reminded me, six weeks ago, we played this uh-huh. and we're getting, on, we're getting on and doing the skin thing. I never said my beef bit about the, about the cards on this podcast. Never, ever. Mm-hmm. We had to go in. Oh, the card's active. Here we go. Just shoot it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, wait. Why is it only giving me progress on the old card? Oh, you have to press X to switch to the card. Oh, okay. Well, surely I had 90% of the other one done, so this has got it, right? Oh, you can't do more than one at a time. Oh, you, you have to choose which card. To... I got beef. I don't like it. Yeah. I agree. Ultimately, I agree, Matt. I, I think if you were behind like we were and didn't do the previous card, but you come into the new card, it should just be if your cards are there, they're there. They're active. You're actively getting, you know, dailies done, weeklies done towards both cards. Why not? Like, they don't like punishing anybody for almost anything in that game anyway. Yeah. So why do it on this particular thing? Why not just make it accessible? Why not just make it open so that way we can get bonus stuff towards those skins and everything? That would be ideal. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe it's something they just didn't think about. They just assumed you'd just be rocking out Borderlands the whole time. And you'd already have the other card done. So who gives a crap? But in our case, that was not the case. We don't have that other card done because I wasn't 
particularly interested in anything that other card had mm-hmm. as I am in this particular card. But hey, if I could get some of the stuff on that card by achieving this card, yay for me. It's a win-win. Why not at least have the weeklies tied together? Here's your weekly events in Borderlands 3. I mean, the dailies, sure, you can swap back and forth because those are quick. You can do them in a day. Mm-hmm. But have the weeklies tied together. So you're not you're not working on this weekly. And then, oh, I didn't get anything on the other card. Oh, gee. That would be ideal. If they do it, who knows? Time will tell. All I can tell you is, like I said, get the Necrotefeo. Do your dailies. Do your weeklies. Get them skins and shaders, etc. Because they are fantastic. And I really want them. And you should, too. And another thing you should want is to keep your eyes peeled on the Twitter. You should want to be doing that all the time anyway, because sometimes I tweet out stuff and it's really funny, and sometimes Eric responds to it, and we we have a little chuckle fest. So follow us on the Twitter. But also, you should be keeping your eyes on the Wonderlands Twitter, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, because I didn't even know it. I was was getting ready for the show, and I was scrolling around, and I went, what's this? What is Gearbox retweeting? What is Borderlands retweeting? Why am I not following that on my account directly? We're going to get the Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gameplay reveal coming soon Soon. and then everybody was excited and freaking out i got excited i freaked out i can't wait to see more because then all the questions that we have may or may not be answered and then we can speculate even more and be even more wrong based on what we do see in the gameplay reveal we're not gonna have to speculate because i was just thinking when i saw this today i went it is time we gotta get a hold of jim get him back on the show and by the blade course him into telling us what tiny tina's wonderlands is all about because he knows you know he knows. You well, know he did, because he went, hey, how exciting yeah. this oh, is. Oh, ha, ha, I had no idea. <laughs> All right, Jim, we got, we got your number. So we're not speculating on anything. <laughs> that sounded kind of scary, Jim. I'm totally joking. Just joking. <laughs> I'm going to have to at him and say, at Mahogaglong threatens. That, that'll, be, that'll be the Gearbox discussion. At Mahogaglong threatens at Jim Ferranda with a knife. Lawsuit. He probably Lawsuit. won't like that tweet. Yeah, no, probably not. But anyways, I was thinking this time we got to make that happen. So we'll have to talk about it and see if we can work something out. Because I don't want to speculate and be completely wrong again, man. I don't, I don't want to do it, but we're going to do it because that's what we've always done for years and years now. That's kind of tradition at this point. It's a bit. Don't at us. We're not that's wrong. Right. We're just doing it so you can have, have a fun laugh at us. You know, does that island even exist? Is our boat even still in the river? <laughs> it's probably rotted away. If we tried to sit in it, we'd just ploosh right into the water. Man, we're going to have to build a new one. Gosh bless. Whew. It's about time, though. It's about time. And of course, speaking of time, Borderlands 3 ain't out of time, Matt. We thought it was. We thought it was. This is another 100% proven that they listened to the show. Because before when we said, look, clearly it's over, then they brought out the season two. Uh And we went, clearly it's back, and then they stopped. And then now we haven't mentioned it, so obviously we were going to say, oh, clearly that was all. That looks like about it. Now more. Now it's not. Nope. So on the old Twitters, EpicNNG, he's content creator, does Borderlands, does some other stuff. Anywho's stated, uh, if Borderlands 3, and I quote you, if Borderlands 3 was to release a third season pass, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Would love to see a variety of headhunters, a new rarity, and new takedown to go along with them. I do wonder how it would coincide with Wonderlands, though. Wishful thinking, maybe. He goes on to say, basically, in a nutshell, that he thinks that with Wonderlands coming soon, Borderlands 3 is probably definitely going to get sunsetted. Randy Pitchford... 
went ahead and directly responded. And here I quote, These things aren't competitive. Borderlands 3 has more coming and will ultimately prove out to have enjoyed the greatest post-launch investment in the history of our company. That statement is true for both paid and free DLC and updates. From the man, the horse's mouth. Borderlands 3 isn't done with its content. So we're getting more. How much more? What does that actually mean? I don't know. But we're getting more. He's not done with Borderlands 3. They are not done with Borderlands 3. And that doesn't mean that they won't have content even with, as Wonderlands is coming out, even more for Borderlands in the future future. So apparently, maybe, man, we're going to go on forever. Just forever. Until Borderlands 4. I don't think it's going on forever, but I'm I'm putting on my my cynical hat. I had my that was that was me rubbing my rubbing yeah, my know, goatee. That was the cynical rub because I was I was going. I was thinking, hmm, we got four DLCs. There were four DLCs for the main one plus five later. Uh-huh. We got seasonal events, which were the headhunter events over there. We got battle cards, which we don't have over here. Are we already past it? Has he already done it? The Ava missions could be considered. The DLC. We got the director's cut stuff. So it already is past it. Technically, if you want to think about it that way. So I was I was I was being the scales of justice here. Like how far is it past the biggest one that had the most post launch content? I think it's already squeaking past it a little bit. Is he does how how much how much is coming? That's what I want to know. Is it one more DLC? I want a million more DLCs. I want it to go on forever. I want fresh, hot, new content and cool stuff. I'm not going to put a cynical hat on. I'm just going to put the, I don't have a damn clue hat on, man. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be one, two, three, four. If he's just referring to it, they'll have more cards. You know, just card and card and card and card. And that'll be the content going forward. Because that would be the easiest thing to do. But an actual big paid season pass or something with, you know, another takedown, etc. Man. That's a that's a big thing. That'd be awesome. There you go. Your takedowns were the free DLCs along mm-hmm. with the cards. Wait, no, you had to have the the season passes to get the cards. Yeah, the season passes. Yeah. So the takedowns were your free DLCs. So, hmm, hmm. I'm rubbing my chin again, so we're gonna have to move on. And what we're moving on to your thing, your next thing on there is tied into it. Mm-hmm. Gamescom is continuing because Gamescom hadn't even started when we did the show last time. It hadn't even really gotten into it. We had the opening night and we had the weird like. Bungie and Xbox. We're at Gamescom, except Gamescom hasn't started streams. Now we got so many more other things. Dude, I watched one more stream. I watched the Awesome Indie Games event. I got 13 more games on my list, dude. Oh, jeez. And I had two here from the last one that I forgot to talk about or didn't mention. It's insane. It's nuts. I, I'm Seriously, though, could you ever imagine when you were a kid, and we've talked about this kind of off-air... Could you have ever imagined a time like this no. when it's just games and they're all they all look amazing so and, many and are they're good. beautiful and crazy and cool? No, not at all. When we were young, you'd get two to four good games, and there'd be other games, yes, but those games would be average to garbage. That's that's typically what it was. And even in like the college years, when you had money to spend on games, it wasn't like oh. Fresh, hot, new game every single week. Mm-mm. Oh, here's a trailer for another new game. Oh, can't wait for that one. Can't wait for that one. They all came out the same time. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. It was never like that. No, you're basically just waiting between Final Fantasies and then the occasional rare good game here and there. Or at least there was like one game a month that you had to get at the at the, at the the most in those college oh, yeah, years. That's, that's being generous, yeah. Yeah, and that was on a big year. Now it's 13 more games for one stream, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, hell, right now, uh, uh, No More Heroes 3 out. Yeah. You, you didn't even touch it. I know. You just let that one die. Right on the table. Gone. See you later, No More Heroes. I almost walked out and picked it up, like, the day that I realized it was out. Mm-hmm. And then I went, how's that going to fit into any of the schedule? It can't. I can't do it. It's impossible. Just can't be done. Now, I did find a few more that I put on my list, but I'm not like you. I didn't get 13 more plus ones that were missing. But I've got, you know, five or six here that I were like, man, I'm interested in those. So... Quite interesting. Plus, this one I'm about to talk about uh-huh. here in just half a second, Matt. But you don't get to do that. You got to take a sip while I say one of the big ones that I forgot from last time. And it was the first game that we saw during that opening night live pre show that I just disliked so much. I forgot that it was the very first game they ever showed King of Fighters 15 coming out in February. I love King of Fighters. This is a game. Months ago, I first discovered was even in development. I had no idea. And I was like, oh, they've been dropping like six months of character trailers and teasers. Now it's it's not right around the corner, but it's around the corner from being around the corner. And I can't wait. I love a KOF game. I love King of Fighters. I get in. I play it real heavy for like two weeks or a month off and on. King of Fighters 13 basically never stopped spinning in my Xbox 360. 14, I played for like a week straight when I downloaded on the sale. 15, the newest, freshest hotness. Oh, can't wait. I love it. That's just nuts to me. I, I, whenever I see King of Fighters, all I think of is like a broken down arcade and a lonely game that never got played. I, I don't know. It was, just wasn't the same for me. Don't I don't have that love. It came later when I appreciated old school video games more. Mm-hmm. When you see King of Fighters and it has that chunky Neo Geo style and look mm-hmm. and sound, I have to drop a quarter in anytime I see it and be terrible because I'm not a joystick player. But oh, man. I can definitely appreciate that. I respect that. But that's the memory I have. It's just like, oh, that one? No, let's just go play Tekken 1 over here or whatever. <laughs> Even though I hated Tekken 2, so <laughs> I'm not the one to be talking. I, you know, Soul Calibur and Dead or Alive are really the only fighting games I ever loved. And Soul Calibur, I almost destroyed my system for, so I can't say I love that anymore. Talk about something you do love, Eric. Talk about something you do love. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Bring me out of that hole of sadness for not appreciating fighting games as I should. Here's what I do appreciate. Dead Space, Matt. Dead Space. God, I thought I thought it was over. Matt has told me for years to shut my stupid mouth and let it go and be done with Dead Space. Dead Space don't die, okay? Dead Space never going to die, Matt. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> the Necromorphs, they came back. You come back too. Dead Space can come back too. This is exactly what happened to Dead Space. Uh-huh. Dead Space was shot dead and it fell down on the floor and then a weird creepy little alien called EA went and went and it stuck its tongue in the bullet <laughs> hole and then Dead Space one. rose up and went <laughs> oh my little arm's broken off and it's now a weird claw, claw thing yeah. thing, and I can't walk oh, yeah. right but here uh-huh. I come I'm back oh they're fast though they're fast don't you make no mistake they're quick they still don't walk right they, they, sh- no, they, they don't shamble walk right fast though. yeah they do like this shambling thing yeah you're right so Matt said hey be, be skeptical okay and I said alright I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'm going to try to hold it in a little bit. Hold it in. Then they went, EA went, you know what? We're not going to hold this tight to the chest. Go ahead, guys. Show them what you're about to get. So they had a tech interview the other day. All right. And I went in there and I watched it. It was about uh, lighting, et cetera. And then about uh, the Sever graphics, the Sever technology. And I was like, okay, this sounds cool, whatever. Let me tell you, the lighting and what they're doing just filled me with hope. Because they very much said, we are not changing this game from its its foundation. 
In fact, they took all of the actual original, you know, art and all the original schematics for how the corridors were. And instead of just changing it to willy-nilly to what they want, they rebuilt it, but just using uh, the Frostbite engine, putting in the lighting effects for the ray tracing, the, the smoke and all the things. And they went, here's a little tidbit of what is live and, oh, it's early, 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 but it's here's what we got. And, oh, my God, it just transformed. Because they showed you, of course, what the corridor originally looked like and then what it looked like with the smoke. And they did that trick that's been getting done a lot lately with these high graphics games where they just have it on a single still. And it looks like it's just some kind of 3D you know, imaging they're just showing you. But then all of a sudden, Isaac starts moving. And you're like, oh, no, that's actually in-game. Whoa. <laughs> they, they did that. But that's fine because it was amazing. And it made me just smile. And I went, yes. This game is going to be terrifying as shit, and I'm going to have the best of times killing those sons of bitches, and I can't wait for it. And then, I wasn't even it, Matt. They said, oh, hey, sever technology, man. Whoa, it's so much better than it was. Remember how before you just kind of shot in the leg area, and the legs came off, and shot kind of in the head area or the arm area, and it worked or it didn't work. That's what we could do. Now, Matt, mm mm-mm. Now you can shoot the thigh, and thigh muscle just flops off. Well, you miss the thigh and hit the knee, the knee shatters. You know? Wherever you hit, you're hitting, and it's doing damage to that particular piece or part of the necromorph. That's going to add even more hell and scariness, because now it ain't going to be just, well, you kind of shot the leg area, blow blow the necromorph's legs off. Now it's going to be, you shot his left thigh. Yo, you shot his knee on the other side. Yeah, he's still running. Oh, crap. Oh, gosh. And now you're freaking out. You run out of ammo because you're me and you never got a full freaking clip. Now you're running. You're getting stabbed in the back. You're getting eaten. It's. <laughs> I did watch that that part of the clip. I watched when they were, you know, mm-hmm. basically peeling all the skin off of the one necromorph. Yeah. And obviously this isn't my kind of game anyway, but I watched it and I was like, man, that's real gross. And obviously that's the whole point of the game. But I was like, man, things are getting... Things are getting out of hand here. But my one my one bit, I still have beef with it, the remastered thing, because I was on Twitter and I saw all these tweets, like official quotes from the devs. Hey, we've remastered everything in the new thing, and we're not changing the geometry, but we're adding on to it, adding new areas. And then everyone quote retweeted it and said, look, they're keeping everything the same. I went, but they just, they just, they just said, they just, they just said it. They're putting new stuff off in the crevices and the crevices. You're making they're a, adding, they're, no, they're blowing they, a door out. They're blowing the wall no, out and making a room. Read, no, read it, read it, read it. They said, we're adding in stuff that the original developers had dreamed of and hoped for, but could not do because of the limitations. We had this discussion before, and I don't yes. buy it. They're going to ruin buy it. it. I know, you don't buy it. it. Stop it. Just stop it. Why you just got to be this way? Because if you if you play it and you have a bad time and you were souped up, psyched up to the moon, I'm I'm here to bring it down a little bit. Temper your expectations, Eric. And then if it is amazing, you'll go, ha ha! You're stupid. I had the best time of my life. There you go. I'm here for. And then you'll stab me for something else. I got you. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Logic. But something else that I saw. Hey, it was the game that I forgot about. I wrote the name of the game down and I completely forgot what it was. Crossfire X. They had an awesome boom and a bump of trailers set to really awesome music. And it looked like basically a Call of Duty game. Big time shooter running around. And I went, what is this game? I went on the YouTubes. That multiplayer shooter that was big in Asia that they've been saying is going to come out here forever. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is it. Hmm. And then I went, let me watch that trailer again because I thought it was something else. And I hit play on the trailer and it said, 
Smilegate Games. And I went, that sounds kind of familiar. And then it said, Remedy. And I went, what? Excuse uh-huh. me, sir? And then I watched the rest of the trailer. And the thing that I remembered about it being really cool is they showed like a multiplayer mode where there's like a sneaky invisible team with tactical cloak operators with different abilities. And I went, that looks cool. What's this about Remedy? Watched a video. I think it was from a year ago when they were first trying to bring it over. And they said, sure, the multiplayer is still that squad-based multiplayer with certain modes with like the sneaks and the abilities. But then they said, yeah, but Remedy's working on the single-player mode of it. If true, that has a chance to be awesome. We can run around and shoot in the multiplayer on a Borderlands night, and then on a not-Borderlands night, go have a Remedy fun time. Especially if they have these cloaks and these cool abilities and things. What kind of story can Remedy build around that? That'd be awesome. It's an interesting if true. I'm hyped, but I haven't seen it like for realsies yet. This is one that's going to have to do a lot of convincing. I don't like military games. You know that. You play it with your, with your dumb family all the time. Battlefield. Battlefield, yes. Because that's the only thing I have to play with to connect to them. It's not because I want to. It's the only thing I can have a choice, man. <laughs> that's all. So I have to. This... I don't like military games very much. And, of course, it was sounded like a souped-up military, hoorah, go, 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 bullcrap. Not my shtick. Remedy making it made me go, God bless. I really should play it because I love Remedy. But the other, it, it's it's warring with each other. And I don't know what to feel about it. <laughs> what you should do is watch that trailer again. Because at the end, one of the characters is playing as the Boogeyman. And he's got these crazy freaking Yeah, I saw he had all that cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. I did see it. Like I said, it, it was interesting, but I was just... Anytime you get into the military stuff, I start to just instantly try to back away and go, oh, no. And I do what you do. That ain't going to be good. That ain't going to be Poop. It's going to be poop. It's got to be poop. got to be. But I know it's not true because Remedy's doing it. They're doing at least part of it. Well, at least helping with it. Yeah, they're doing part of it. Yeah. They're going to have their hands in it. And I go, well, Remedy, when they put their hands in things, it doesn't turn to poop, so... Damn it. Damn it, Matt. We'll see. Now, maybe I'll let you try to convince me over time, which you won't do, but because you won't even mention it again, probably ever again until it comes out. <laughs> True. <laughs> but we'll see. I'll watch for it. I'll see. I I, I did like the The trailer was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really, like you said, beat music going crazy. So I'll give it props for that, but we'll wait and see on that one. Of course, an easy one, Matt easy one that we kind of mentioned as we were leaving last time is replaced yeah replaced did a really quick little snippet where basically it just showed this weird thing coming over and standing above the uh the main antagonist which by the way i didn't know this until i went and read some at okay no, like, no no don't say oh you, you don't, don't want to know oh, anything okay about i won't, this game, I won't nothing. okay apparently never mind Anywho, stands up and just freaking goes nuts and starts doing that cool replay stuff that they showed yeah. in the previous trailer with the kicking music, which was called The Void or something everybody's all hyped up about yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted way more. I wanted way more, and they didn't give it. And I was so sad because I was like, oh, this is it. This is where we're going to get some some sweetness, some love, some good gameplay going, and a big old in the world, blah, 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 blah. All I know is it takes place in some alternate universe 80s and some other stuff that I won't tell you because you're going to want to go in blind. But God, Matt, this game, I, it just looks awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. I agree with you 100%. Since I have 13 more games to talk about, I'm yep. going to give you a couple a couple quick packs. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Two games that look really awesome. One, 
It's called Squadron 51. Don't know much about it, but it had a goofy trailer, kind of old school, like, hey, this is the news type of trailer. Oh, we're invaded, and the boys are off on patrol. It's a it's a shoot 'em up game. You're playing as this plane, but it has this weird, like, FMV look to it. I mean, it's all kind of like sepia-toned, black and whitish, and your plane looks so weirdly realistic, and it sticks out from the background and the foreground. It's... I can't explain it. So, hey, I said the secret word again. You got to see this game in action. Go watch the trailer of it. I'm not a big shoot 'em up guy, but the weird old-timey FMV look, like it looks like you're flying through some real stuff and some fake stuff and what's background, what's foreground. It looks really interesting, but a game that immediately just stood out to me is a game called Wolfstride, which I don't remember where the I saw the trailer of it, but it's a black and white mech combat slash visual novel slash rpg game and just watching it it's totally anime big mechs but in the combat which they didn't show much of the display that i saw with the head body and arms health it looked exactly like front mission 3's layout with your little hp bars for all those mm-hmm. i dropped what i was doing literally i was working on something and i looked up and i went nope and i watched the trailer and outside of the combat, which, again, they didn't show a lot of, you're running around the town having interactions, picking up side quests from these crazy characters, and then doing weird mini-games to earn money to progress in the arena where you're doing your mech battles. It reminded me kind of of No More Heroes, which you mentioned earlier, where it's like, hey, you're you're digging up whatever in the mine, and then the guy throws a bomb in, you hit it, boom, now like the mine rats and the stuff you're trying to mine are like falling down and you're trying to catch it in this mine cart. Look totally wacky, totally weird, 2D, crazy, zany anime stuff. But No More Heroes with giant mechs, black and white, crazy anime style. Whoa, looked amazing. Now, you'll have to you'll have to call me out if you uh, mentioned this one last week. I don't think you did, but Cult of the Lamb. I didn't mention that one, no. Okay. <laughs> this thing, all right. Now, I ain't going to lie. I, I This one flew right by me. Skipped right over it. Sounded stupid. Didn't even look at it. And then today, just today, I was listening to another podcast, and then somebody mentioned this game. And they were like, wow, I just can't wait. And I went, why the hell would they be so excited? So today I went over and I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, my God. So basically, you're a lamb who is going to be slaughtered by this satanic cult. And who somehow, some way, some ancient god of some kind takes that, flips it on its head. The lamb survives, becomes its arm in the world. And now you go taking these other animals and turning them into your cult followers. And then you're building up your village, building up this town, building up these uh, idols, you know, for your new demonic god. And then, of course, you get told what to do by said demonic god. Watch out for false prophets. Do this, do that. You're going in these dungeons, slaughtering things. You're sacrificing your people when it comes time to appease the god. This game is wild. It was just straight up bonkers. The trailer was just something out of freaking, you know, HP Lovecraft, but, you know, of course, cartoony and weird. But I love that style because I, as you may or may not know, I loved Happy Tree Friends. That, that was like a big thing for me. Years, I loved that. I had shirts, did the whole night. I have them all seasons sitting right over there on my DVD player. This feels like it's scratching that itch. This feels like it's in that neck of the woods, and I'm all about it. The only thing I'm sad about is I was never a big village builder kind of guy. That's not my shtick. I, I love the dungeon aspects of it, and I love the whole minion function. You, know, you go out and do this. You go out and do this. You do that. But I don't like building towns. It's just not my thing. So hopefully it's kind of light on that regard. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But this has potential to be one of those indies that I get into and have a great time with. So you talked about a weird game. 
I'm going to hit you with a two-pack of weirdness here. I mean, all these games are kind of weird. That's why I wrote them down on my list, because they're weird and fascinating and cool. But here's a game that I had heard the name of. I feel like it comes up all the time, but it's Serial Cleaners. And I had heard the name, and I went, what the heck is this? I don't know, but I never saw any gameplay of it. But I saw a trailer for it here. And basically, you play as a team, or one at a time, of cleaners like when you think hey the mob you call the cleaner Mm -hmm. that's what you are you come in after the crime scene and you clean everything up like it shows cops coming in or like you know the gang still roaming around you got to sneak in get the bodies clean up the blood do all the stuff and then each of the characters has all kinds of cool abilities like one's a hacker so you can distract people into the other room or shut the doors or do all this other stuff they're literally like vacuuming up the blood at some points Mm -hmm. but then they're sneaking around knocking people out but one dude just it showed him dragging the body all the way down this hall and leaving this giant trail and i'm just like what the hell are you doing but then it showed him he had another body on his back later and he like ice skated down the blood trail so i don't know if he's got like weird blood powers or something but i was like this is so strange and weird and unique and tactical and stealthy and like not really violent i mean you can hit the other people but that's then you got to clean them up you got to get them out of there so it kind of incentivizes you to get rid of the violence i thought that was really interesting and then another game that i don't even know what to make of it a game called Endlight, and it had put out a goofy trailer and I was watching it, and it's you play as like this block. It's totally like geometry based, flying through this sea of just polygons everywhere, trying to navigate through these five rings in each stage. And it looks crazy. It looks like a giant mess of stuff. But the more I watched it, and I rewatched the trailer again, so I'm like, what is happening? The more I watched it, the more compelled I was. And the more I watched it, the more I could see like the 3D aspects of it as you're like shooting down this tunnel of just nonstop everything and these things are coming at you and you can see it your character or your ship or whatever kind of plicking off of them and i was like oh i'm starting i'm starting to get that weird flow state feel of this because i'm starting to parse out what i'm looking at totally bananas and totally bonkers but if you want something absolutely strange at least watch the trailer and go what the hell is matt doing with his life (laughs) yeah matt i don't know that one seems a little too crazy but hey Whatever floats your boat, man. The gunk. Did you mention that, Matt? The gunk? Nope. Oh, jeez. Come on. I thought for sure this would be one you had mentioned. I was like, God, I think I remember. It sounds familiar, but I can't remember it. Well, it's by Thunderful Image and Form Games. Uh, You are a pair of two space voyagers out there checking out planets, seeing what's what. You land on this particular planet, and the uh, main character, she jumps out. She's got this really cool, like, sucking mechanism attached to her arm. And this planet is just freaking gorgeous. And it's a third-person game, so you're her, and you're going around, and you're like, oh, no, there's this gunk everywhere, just kind of, like, screwing up this ancient world that's just full of puzzles and mystery. And so you're just trying to suck this stuff up before it consumes everything. And then, meanwhile... You're getting mired in this scenario, and apparently there's like some intrigue and stuff going on with your friend or sister or lover. I don't know what the situation is with the other individual that's on the ship still. Either way, the interactions with her going on the whole time, and you're exploring this beautiful 3D laid out world, jumping, you know, trying to get the gunk sucked up here so you can find a hole to get through to the next platform and do this and that, and then get the gunk off these things so you can pull out these keys and open up different puzzle rooms and just a really fun, awesome-looking, beautiful world full of 3D puzzles and, of course, the platforming and then some kind of mysterious story as to why the hell this is going on in this ancient world and what's happening to make you have some kind of issues with whoever's back on that ship. 
it all came together to get my attention and make me want to play it. That was one that I kind of heard the trailer and was sort of watching it. And I went, that sounds cool. Should I rewind it? So it was one that was, it would have been on my list if I had gone back and watched it in detail. Mm-hmm. But I was like, the things I'm hearing sound good, but I have too much else to do. So, and I had a whole list of things yeah, already on that going. day. Yeah. yeah. But I'll hit you with another two pack, maybe a three pack tactical games. Cause you know, I love things on a grid and moving stuff around on a grid. I saw a game called Cantata where it's, it's a base building tactical RPG where I don't know what's going on in the story, but there's three different factions. One that seems to do a bunch of blood magic, one that seems to be more of a naturist faction, and one that's more technological. But the graphics and the grid-based stuff are what really clicked with me, because all of the characters and units in the world is these big, fat, chunky pixels. kind of reminds me of Into the Breach. like, And you're building bases and sending out units, and there's a fog of war, and units are fighting with each other on a grid. Anytime I see grids and units, I love it. So I was interested in it, want to see more. Another one that you should take a look at if you haven't seen the trailer for it, Arcadian Atlas. It literally looks like Final Fantasy Tactics in the modern day. You look like you're thinking about it. I think I've heard of this one before, yeah. I'm going to check it out again because I think I've seen something about this and got super excited Mm -hmm. and then forgot completely about it as I sometimes do. (laughs) Because I think the host went, hey, here's Arcadian Atlas. And I went, that doesn't mean anything to me. And I started writing stuff down and they went, here, blah, 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 story bits and characters. And I looked over and I went, oh. I'm looking at Final Fantasy Tactics again. Mm-hmm. Looked amazing. Then another one that looked amazing, it was just the world premiere of the reveal of the intro trailer, Oaken, a hex-based, tactical, roguelike deck builder. All things I love. They showed a little bit of combat. I couldn't make heads or tails of this, but it said build your deck and use your abilities and find cool stuff. All those things, I love them. I got to see more about that because I watched it on my phone from like this far away. I, I got to see more. Yeah, I did that for this particular title. This is my last one I got anyway. And then I rewatched this one again because I was super interested. But like you said on the phone, I wasn't getting it all. And that's Nobody Saves the World. All right. So basically. That's the last is... one I talked about last week. That's the did one. You? you finally okay. got down to it. Yeah. I finally got to it, man. I finally got to it. All right. And I knew. I was like, God, this one sounds familiar. <laughs> and like I said, I saw it on the little thingy, but wasn't paying attention because I was at work and all that. And All right. Wow, you already talked about it, but I just want to, real quick, holy crap, dude, this is going to be a great party game for us. Mm-hmm. Going around, multiplayer, you take up this, you know, the old Nostradamus, is, well, it ain't really his name, whatever. He he disappears, leaves a staff behind, you're this nobody, freaking character, grab his staff, and then you can become all sorts of different things, depending on the scenario and the situation that you're in. You're in this fantastic world, monsters are taking over everything. What's not to love about this? Mm-hmm. You can be rangers, warriors, and... Many more. It's not like super generic. They had this dude in the trailer with the weights. He's just this muscle builder, and he's throwing around this gigantic barbell, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you can become a rat and just travel around all fast. Rangers who look like, you know, Link from Legend of Zelda. All sorts of crazy stuff. And you can build combinations of said glasses to become, like, hybrids of them that can do all sorts of extra fun stuff. And then if you have two people playing, which, bam, that's me and you on a Friday night... It only opens up more, and these worlds just keep generating, generating all sorts of, just never know what you're going to get, gear dropping things. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, watch. It was, I was like, okay, damn it, mm-mm, got to play, got to play it. Now, there's too many games I have on here to talk about. I'm going to buzz through them real fast. Two kaiju games, Gigabash, a kaiju brawler in the vein of King of the Monsters back on the Neo Geo, storming through cities, kicking each other, crazy combos. Terror of Hemosaurus, it's Rampage all over again. You can play co-op, beautiful pixel art. 
not like beautiful, but like fun, chunky buildings exploding, grabbing people up and eating them. Awesome. Game called Terrorbane actually really got me interested. I was like, Terrorbane, what's that? And I kind of looked down at the thing I was doing and I looked at the gameplay and it's like an old school RPG. While I was watching the trailer, it started falling apart. The game started breaking, like the windows started coming off. And your character could manipulate pieces of the world. Like if here's a switch and you throw the switch, but the door doesn't open because the assets aren't there because you broke the game so much. You can literally rip the switch up and put it in a different area. And now you throw the switch and now something else happens. And in that little reveal trailer, like the genre of the game kept bending because it was a traditional RPG and then it was like a run and gun at some point and then some other thing happened and like windows would pop up and then like fall out of place and damage things in the world. I don't know what to make of it because I didn't hear the developer talk right at the beginning, but I was watching (laughs) it and I went, what in the world is this? I have to play that. I have to know more about it. And I think the last one I'll talk about It's one that I couldn't stop watching it. I looked up and I was like, what's this? It's a game called Conscript. And I looked up and you see it is pixel art, but it's that like kind of puffy, I don't know how to describe it. It looks like an adventure game. You're a World War I soldier running through a trench and it's quiet. And you hear, when he interacts with like a cabinet or something, it does like the close-up view and you can see detailed pictures of what's in it. And he's taking stuff and solving puzzles. And then an alarm starts going off and he's running and other soldiers are coming at him and it's that slow combat. Uh So like even two soldiers running at you is terrifying because you have to and then chamber the other round and then extend your arm and aim. Something about watching that trailer, I got like chills up my spine. It was tense and creepy, but not like like in a weird monstrous way. Like it's quiet and you got to get through this. And if enemies swarm you and they did in a couple areas... He was, he'd have to like shoot and then run and find another area where they had to kind of like curve around and shoot. Or there were a couple spots where he had a grenade and could take them all out, but it looked super rare. Looked really tense and like really interesting and puzzly and awesome. Looked awesome. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Hey, you got to see this game in motion. You got to watch it. Go. Go watch that trailer. (laughs) I'm telling you, you, you got it right, Matt. We've mentioned a whole bunch of really cool games. If you want to see them, you should, because we've told you they're cool. We've told you they look great. And you know we got good taste in them games, so just do it. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Just do it at work while you're on the john, whatever. You know, you don't got to waste your personal free time for it, but you can waste work time. You should always want to waste work time. That's literally what I did. That's what I was doing. I was doing work, and I looked up and went, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind you work. (laughs) Oh, what's that? You need help? Hey, I'll be there. I'll be there in like twenty minutes. <laughs> we got you covered. We know what we're talking about. All I can tell you is I'm looking forward to a lot of these games. I'm gonna actually go check out uh, Arcadia Atlas and this Conscript game you were talking about as soon as we get off from here, because I want to add more games to the games that I can't play and have. It's gonna be fun. Absolutely. So, what about you out there in podcast listener land? What have you gotten excited about? Did we even get to the game you're most excited about? Probably not, because like I said, there was literally one stream that I watched. There were like three or four more days left with even more exclusive reveals and all this hot stuff. So what are you most excited about coming out of Gamescom? Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook on Third Shift. Mm-hmm. While you're over there, make sure you go over to that Patreon, just like a little tip jar. That's what it is. Put it a buck in, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, a million bucks. Any kind of bugs helps us keep the lights on and keep podcasting for you out there in this wonderful world. Hey, and if you do that million bucks, man, 
telling you, food line, open it up, change our lives, probably ruining it in the long run, but it's changing our lives. It'll be great. What a great experiment it'll be. So consider doing that. And if you can't, five-star ratings, mailbag questions, chit-chat here and there on the Twitters, the Facebooks, whatever. We love it all. We appreciate it all. And we thank y'all out there who have now, past, present, future, whatever, contributed and hung out with us. Absolutely. And we always thank you for listening to the very next episode, which will be dropping on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey... If you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. And you. We do. We do. And of course, without any less ado, any more ado, whatever it is, five stars, folks. You know, another week. Matt hasn't told me there's a five star, so must be true. Can't be a five star, huh? Coming up on Halloween, Matt. I haven't checked in a while. (laughs) We talked about pre-show eating humans and how we can't wait. (laughs) A lot of dark things in the future. Just saying. Just consider. Just thinking. Thinking out loud. So before we get incriminated any further, I'm going to say there's nothing else to say, but... Don't forget to say... Sit down.